In this episode of Friends Fit 40s, we are going to celebrate our one-year Friends Fit 40s anniversary with, of course, a top 10 list. We're also going to talk about play in adults, and we're going to talk about what brings you joy. Get your notebooks ready. Friends Fit 40s is coming up. Friends Fit 40s is brought to you by Laura Mullenbrook and Stephanie Whiteman. This is a podcast about our fitness and wellness journey. We are two working moms who seek to live our best life. However, we are novices in the world of fitness. We are excited to share our ups, our downs, and our roadblocks. Our journey has led us to emphasize the value of friendship, cooperation over competition, and celebrating the small victories along the way. This podcast is an invitation for you to laugh with us and actively construct your best day today and then again tomorrow. Welcome to Friends Fit 40s. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. We've made it one year. One year. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. Like, we didn't fail. We kept recording. And here we are. People are still listening. People are still listening. That's exciting. When we thought of this idea on the trail that day, I wasn't sure if we would actually take off. But I think we kind of have. Yes, we kind of have. Now we just need Hoda and Jenna to recognize us. Oh, yes. So if you're out there, Hoda and Jenna, (laughs) we are definitely out there. We wouldn't be teachers recording a podcast if we didn't reflect now on this one year anniversary. Right? Of course. Because I feel like that's what we do as teachers. We're always reflecting. We're always learning. We're always trying to grow. So I, I think we need to do some reflecting, Stephanie. Okay. Let's let's do some reflecting. Okay. So I think just because, you know, it's one year anniversary celebration, we should do it game show style. Okay. And um, have our top 10 total together of what we've learned. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I feel like we need some game show um, sound effects. Oh, I can do that. I got it. Okay. Stephanie, this is in no particular order because we're not going to rank our what we've learned. But we're going to just go from 10 on up. So we're going to start with you. Your number 10. My number 10? Yep. Are we going to guess? Okay, Lori, you get three guesses to hit one of my top 10. Okay. I think think that seems fair because I feel like the range for what we've learned can be so huge. Number one guess, you learned that you never thought editing would take so much time. And so you've learned how much time editing has taken. Okay. Is that is that in your top five? It might be. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Do, do, do I get to keep guessing? Yeah, keep guessing. Okay. How about how much you actually enjoyed researching? Because we also we all know that you like researching. You know, that was one of the things that we talked about in the very first episode. But that you enjoy researching running. Ooh. Okay. That's my number two guess. Okay. And my last guess. Ooh. I mean, it's kind of like, it's maybe not something you've learned, but something you're living out that you love being able to like share your quote unquote 
radio voice because I know that as a media specialist, you get to make <laughs> the announcements and you had kind of that radio voice perfected before we even started. Oh, so that's it's like funny. living out your dream. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> amongst the airways. I, lo- I love this. I love this. A radio voice. I didn't even think about that. All right. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess your three. Okay. 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 Here we and go. And then we'll start every other one. All right. So one of your three. You learned the value of a good charcuterie board on a Friday night. Oh, I mean, I probably should add that to mine. But yes, that's a good one. It's not on there, but it's a good one. All right. Let me try again. Okay. Um, You learned that when you set a goal and little steps towards that goal, you can actually see it all the way through. Oh, man, that's a really good one, too. But no, that's not one of my lists. Okay. All right. I got one more guess. Okay. All right. You learned that doing a podcast is hard work. I mean, that is something I've learned, but it's not listed. But yes, doing a podcast is hard work. We just kind of sat out and thought it was just something going to be really easy. But it's a lot of work and a lot of time, but it's a lot of reward too. Yes. Yes. All those things. All right. So my number 10. Okay. Here we go. Is... I learned the value of celery in a jar. <laughs> Yay! Yay! I, I rubbed off on somebody. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I, I love celery in a jar way more than any human should. Okay, so my number nine is that podcasting is a lot like teaching. Oh. Where you're going out and you're going full force and you're putting out all your effort, but you don't get a lot of feedback. Yeah. You know, and you're in the classroom, you're doing your thing every day, but no one's saying, hey, you're doing awesome. Look at all these amazing things you're teaching. Similar to podcasting, like, hey, look at all these great episodes you're putting out, but you don't get that feedback. I mean, and there's nothing against any listeners. I'm not, I'm not dissing anybody, but it's just something that doesn't get the immediate feedback. Right. So you just have to keep going thinking that you're doing something good. It's kind of like teaching on Zoom yeah. with the cameras off. <laughs> yes. And you're yeah. just talking out into the into the space. Right. I think people probably feel like that all the time. Yeah. Okay. So. Here's number eight. I've learned the value of Maven thread headbands or picture magnets when we're doing a celebration. Okay. See, and we've shared a simple, inexpensive way to celebrate with, with the world. Yep. Yep. Also, hair ties. Those yes, are important, too. They are so important, too. Yeah. So number seven is that similar to teaching, we've learned so much in a year about all the electronic pieces and the cords that we need in the USB-C and the USB-A, but we still have so much to learn about raising our followers and um, making sure we're getting out there. And so, like, even though we've learned so much, there's still so much more left. Yes. Yes. And my number six is going to be right along there, too. Um, I learned that doing a podcast is really hard work. (laughs) Like, you got to show up every week and you got to get the editing done. You got to know how to turn the thing on and then play the, like, bonus sounds if you want to do that and the interlude music and... And then you've got to have content that you've thought about and tried. And, and that's thoughtful and useful. Right. right. That not just to you, but to somebody else. And it's just, I mean, and also it's just not a part of our like full-time jobs. Right. 
we're not getting paid for it yet. I mean, that'd be a sweet bonus. Right. Maybe year two. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I learned it's doing hard work. I like it. It's rewarding. It's just hard work. So kind of along those same lines, I've learned that I think podcasting is one of the only places that being on schedule is actually behind. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, we had this dream when we started this podcasting that, okay, we're always going to be like two episodes, three episodes ahead. Well, like sometimes it's like down to the last minute and we are like, okay, we've got to record the episode because it's got to air on Monday and it's Saturday night. Yep. (laughs) And you got to edit sometime in between there too. Yes. So I think that's the one place where like, Actually, if you're on schedule, you're you're behind. And so you're just always running the gerbil wheel to catch up. And I found for my number four that uh, Laura is a master at organization. And organizational skills is always about thinking ahead, figuring out all the different scenarios, having a schedule in advance, being on time with all the items that you need and then some. It's like a big deal. And that kind of organization takes up an entire brain. That's what I've learned. Oh, well, thank you. So my number three is that I'm actually really passionate about running. (laughs) (laughs) This from the girl a year ago who would have told you that a year before that, that I'd only run if someone was chasing me. So, I mean, if somebody asks me about a run or a race... I mean, I don't necessarily look in the mirror when I respond, but I'm pretty sure my face lights up and I get real giddy and I could talk and talk and talk and talk about running. Uh, I don't know all the things by any means, but I just love talking about it and sharing information and trying to get others that are excited about running. So, yeah, that's that's one thing I've learned. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, And for my number two, I have learned that everything, even running, is better with a friend. Yes, that is so true. And then for our number one thing that we've learned in our one year of podcasting, Stephanie, you're going to like this one. So I actually like research. But the the catch is I like to research things that I'm interested in. I mean, that's obvious. That's like with anything, learning, school. You're going to be more excited if it's something that you're interested in. That's why we get our students to be interested in their research topics. So I feel like in college, I mean, I was interested in teaching, but like the pedagogy, some of the the research and the – background maybe wasn't as interesting, but like when I'm researching about fart licks and all the different kinds, because I want to go out and try them, like it gets me really excited. So thank you for turning on my research side of my brain. There we go. Top five things Stephanie's learned, top five things that Laura's learned, along with a little bit of game show in between. So, Stephanie, it seems only appropriate since we're celebrating our anniversary and just being joyous that we talk a little bit about play. Yes. Because I feel like 
you know, as a child, when you woke up, like that was the the one thing like you had on your mind is what am I going to play today? So it just brings joy and thus celebration. So, you know, Fred Rogers said that play is the work of childhood. I love that. I know. Me too. And so it's so important for children to play. And so a little background, because we're going to talk about why adults need to play. But, you know, children learn their communication skills. They learn how to compromise. Mm. They learn vocabulary and the rules of conversation and that it's a give and take situation. And you can't just be one person talking the whole time during their play. And so it's so important for children to have supported opportunities to play. And when I say supported, that's in a, in a classroom. And that's one thing that we spend a chunk of our day in my classroom um, and in our program is supporting kids in their play, how to get the materials they want um, in a way that's appropriate and that's going to take them places as a future child slash adult. You know, they learn how to be leaders and how to be followers, and how to follow the rules of a game. I have a funny story. My aide, who um, works with me at school, she will in- definitely encourage the kids to run. And so we had this game the other day when it was cold out. And so we got out for just a smidgen of time because we know how important the fresh air and the gross motor skills that they learn um, when they're outside versus being inside. And so she would pretend like her arms were like a, a mama bird's wings. And the kids would all come up and huddle, and they'd get warm for a second, and then she'd let her wings up, and they'd all go running. Oh, that's fun. And so one of the little kids in our class was like, hey, um, uh, Miss Tiffany, what's this game called? Because in their brains, mm-hmm. like, this is something that she'd planned out, which, I mean, as teachers, we just think on our feet all the time. And so it was nothing we had planned out. It was just a way to get the kids warm and then make them go run to let their own bodies produce heat, right? And so she's like, um, uh, Mama Bird. You know, and so, you know, but that was that was part of the play. Like there had to be a name to this thing right. they were doing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so important to allow our children to play and we can learn so much from them. So I worry sometimes that as we get older, we lose that. Oh, most definitely. I think you get into your routines and your job. And if your job doesn't encourage play, then it's just, a, you know, going against the grind every day. Right. And it's like an adult is serious. An yes. adult is not goofy. Right. Right. And so I think that can have some harmful effects on our health. Right. Yeah. So we have to keep that play. So how, wh- I mean, why do we need to keep that play? Well, first of all, when you play, you laugh. Right. <laughs> I mean, and that's just besides wrinkle lines, but I mean, that <laughs> it just brings joy to yes. everybody around you. So when you laugh, you're smiling and then you have the chemicals are being released yes. in your brain. Yeah. And so it's a good thing. It is a good thing. It helps to relieve stress. And improve brain function. Um, It also improves the relationships of all of those people that you're with. It releases endorphins. It improves memories. Basically, it does a mind and body good. Right. Uh, It's kind of like milk. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. play. It does a body good. Milk. So, yeah, I mean. It's the milk for adults, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's good even in adults and especially important with adults to remember to play. 
And so there are all kinds of different ways that you can play. I mean, you don't have to spend 30 or 45 minutes focusing on your play for the day. Right. right? You, don't, you don't have to, like, get out your Legos and build, <laughs> though you can. I mean, woodworking is oh, yes. a way for play, you know, for adults. Yes. So and many a time I have pulled out Legos with my kids yeah. and been like, let's just sit and create something. Right. That's a play. You can do play in the small moments. I mean, singing in the shower or singing while you're getting ready in the morning or, you know, doing a spontaneous dance while you're making dinner. Sometimes we have meals where you have to talk to your people that you're sitting with in an operatic voice. Right. Or all the words that you say have to be from um, a line in a song. <laughs> so it makes it fun, right? And it's it's just doing the normal things that we normally do. I just have to remind myself that I have to include that in my day. Yes. So that maybe I'm a little bit lighter on my feet than I normally would be. So dress-up play. I mean, my students love dress-up play. They love pretending to be Spider-Man or some type of superhero or just, you know, community roles like mom, dad. How can we as adults dress up? Well, we take advantage of Halloween every year. Oh, yes. We don't go trick-or-treating, right? But our family comes with a family Halloween costume and we work hard for a week or two to get everything kind of put together so that we can do it. I take advantage of all of the school spirit days that I possibly can. Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of jobs out there don't have like dress like, a, you know, your favorite superhero or dress like your favorite book character day. Lucky teachers. We get yes. to participate in that. We also have murder mystery nights. Yes. Where we assign roles and then everybody comes in costume. That's kind of fun. Right. So you <laughs> dig through your closet and you piece together something that fits your role for the murder mystery night. So one of our friends, they celebrate their birthday by everybody having a budget, like $5 or $10, a really low budget. And then they go to the Goodwill and they find the craziest outfits they possibly can find and then wear them to like the art gallery or Or a museum or out to a fancy dinner. And so that's another way to kind of make light of, um, you know, an afternoon. Yes. Just having a good time, goofing around getting some play in. Of course, there's physical play. And I mean, hello, exercise. You know, that's one reason I do feel like adults exercise is to go and move their bodies. You know, my preschoolers will go out and just run on the playground. But, you know, I I think of the episode of Friends where Phoebe's running and she's (laughs) running all wacky. You know, I, I don't feel like I necessarily look like that when I run, but that's one reason why we run is to just have fun and, and have joy and and move our bodies in a way versus sitting at the desk yeah. and, and that you do on day to day. Absolutely. So physical play, including running and yoga, but also like going for a swim, going for a bike ride, playing disc golf or playing racquetball, all of those things add to that sense of play or, you know, a little bit more lighthearted as long as you're not getting, you know, really stressed out about some certain thing while you're right, doing it. Right. I think there's the the seeping of um, competition yeah. that can seek into that. And so, obviously, that's another version of um, reason why you'd play sports. But I think you can bring it down, especially if you maybe do it by yourself as just a way to move your body and, yeah. and have that fun. And then there's just learning something new. 
Play in adults can simply be, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to learn how to do woodworking. I'm going to learn how to arrange flowers. I'm going to learn how to garden or paint or do pottery. rent a bird scooter. Yeah. And scooter about, you know, any of those things. Learning new things is a way that adults see play. So that's a little piece of play. I know that one of the things that I want to do this weekend with the snow on the ground is go for a snow hike, which is new for me. And that will be a form of play. that this question that I'm going to ask here in just a minute is an important one to visit and revisit and think about as we are on this fitness wellness journey. And that question is, what brings you joy? Now, when I ask that question, I'm going to say, besides family and friends, because we know that we surround ourselves with people that we love because they do a lot for us. And one of those things is bring us joy. So I'm working under the assumption that family and friends brings us joy. I think that's a good assumption. So yes. besides that, Laura, what brings you joy? Okay, so I we didn't set any parameters when we thought about these items that bring us joy. So mine, I want to preface mine by saying it's not in any top three. It's just three, honestly, simple things that bring me joy. Okay. So kind of going back to um, segment one, Stephanie, I think long runs bring me joy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So she said it right here. (laughs) So, I mean, it's, it's the idea of like, especially when we're going to long run and we're going to run somewhere else, like thinking about how our bodies can bring us from point A to point B. And I mean, just feeling, I think definitely a sense of pride that my legs can take me from this point to this point. And that just brings a smile to my face. And I do get excited about, um, okay, how long are we going to run you know, on this long run day or where are we going to end up? It's exciting and not something I want to have joy about every day, but because we do space them out, they, they do bring me joy and they, um, they get me excited. Okay. What else brings you joy? This is something so simple, but having coffee in my favorite mug. Oh, Okay. It's just a moment I love. And and sometimes, you know, I'll save that mug for the weekend. Right. You know, because I want to make sure that that mug's clean and enjoy my coffee on the weekend. But even when I have coffee in that mug during the week, it, it does, it brings a little smile to my face because it's something that I love and it fills my heart and soul and kind of gets me ready for the day. Now, you know, obviously, I can't have my coffee, my favorite mug, every day. I mean, I guess I could if I wanted to hand wash it, but I'm, I don't have time for that. So, but yeah, just something as simple as coffee in my favorite mug. Hmm. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Number three. What brings you joy? Number three. Okay. Um. So, just it kind of goes back to our segment two. I music. 
Mm. I mean, all kinds of music. And I love listening to music, um, especially like in the car, of course. I mean, I'll sing along in the car, in the shower. But I love to listen to music while I bake in my kitchen. And um, definitely, you know, even just something as simple as turning on a favorite song while I'm having to make my lunch for the next day or cook dinner can make that task more enjoyable. So yeah, music brings me joy, especially when in the kitchen, I feel like, because sometimes, I mean, that's, that's the part I joke that the part of my job that I don't love is making my lunch each day. Like I wish lunch could be like provided for me. Um, and then I like my job even more. But if I'm listening to music while I'm making the lunch, I mean, I can just feel my spirits rise. So I have sometimes I just go in and start doing it. But if I take the moment to turn on my speaker and listen to some music, it makes that dull task better. I completely understand that. That is fantastic. So... If you are interested in what brings me joy, you're going to have to wait until next week with the part two of the segment three of what brings you joy. In the meantime, it is now time for our weekly homework. And of course, we're going to ask you to go out and play. Maybe it's dance. Maybe it's turn on your music while you're making dinner. Maybe it is play with some Legos or a board game, but go out there and play this week. Have some fun. And then also think about what brings you joy. You could also think about what brings Stephanie joy (laughs) and see if you're right. Right. You could write the answers down and then listen next week to see if you won. If you did, if you got the answers right, go ahead and email us. We want to know. If, yes. you, if you guessed right, Don't that would be, be so that cool. Screen turned off on Zoom, you know. Just go ahead and email us. Give us some feedback on that one. All right, Laura, in the meantime, enjoy your week. Go move, breathe, share kindness with others. You, you got, got this. this. Friends Fit 40s, subscribe to our podcast, leave a review and share the podcast with your friends. Tag us when you share so we know you are enjoying our work. Also, follow us on Instagram. Feel free to email us at friendsfit40s at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. We'd love to hear from you.